0: Any bride will tell you that managing your own thoughts, feelings, and emotions while planning a wedding is one thing, but fielding the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of others brings it to a whole new level. If I'm being honest, this was probably the most difficult for me. So today I'm diving into the very thought work I did to stop driving myself insane during my six month engagement. It was the same thought work I did to start showing up in my business on a whole new level so I could enjoy more of the process and consequently experience more success. If you're someone who has trouble showing up, promoting your offers and making sales because of fears of what others will think, this episode is an absolute goldmine for you. You'll get out of your own way faster than ever before and lean into the one thing you can control in your life and business, you. Plus, you'll make way more money and experience way more joy because of it. You're listening to One Simple Shift, and I'm your host, Amanda Denley, the mindset coach that believes it is possible to have a beautiful, balanced life and a successful, thriving business. In fact, what if success wasn't as complicated as everyone was making it out to be? What if the magic formula you've been looking for has been you all along? Each week, I cut through the noise and bring you one simple, actionable mindset shift you can implement today to completely transform the way you show up daily. All success starts with the right mindset, and it's time that you create the life and business you've always dreamed of. Let's get started. So I am officially back from my wedding weekend. I guess it's been been two weeks. No, maybe one week since I got back. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like it's all been blurring together. I had a friend that asked me, she's like, so are you all blissed out after your wedding? And I was like, you know, I probably wouldn't have believed that that was a thing unless it was for the days I felt for like the few days after the whole wedding was over. I just slept like so much and as much fun and just like incredible, magical, amazing experience it was. Um, I was exhausted from six months of wedding planning. So um, it just felt really good to be married and like have the whole experience. And I'm just like super grateful for how everything turned out and how everything went and what a wonderful time everyone said that they had and what a wonderful time I had. And I'm getting back into the swing of things here. So I feel like we could have a whole nother conversation about what it's like to return from a break and how to ease back in and really give yourself grace during that process and also separate what's important for you to show up in your business, but also for you to take care of yourself during that time. So I just want to like stick a pin in that and I'll save that conversation for another time because I do believe that that's like a super meaningful conversation that we really need to have. But today I want to talk a little bit about the wedding yay! and just kind of fill you guys in. I don't know how much I've talked about this on the podcast, so we were actually engaged on a Saturday. And I just kind of like sprinted through the wedding planning process. I don't know if it was excitement or, you know, I, it was probably just excitement. Let's be real. (laughs) but we had been engaged on a Saturday and then we were going out to my parents to celebrate Thanksgiving. And I was like, Oh, I really want to look at locations and venues before we go. So we had actually looked at possible locations on Tuesday. And then when we were out in California and I had both my mom and grandmother with me, I was like, Oh, we should look at wedding dresses so that they can be part of that whole experience. So ended up finding my wedding dress like a super steep discount off the sticker price at a samples and consignment shop. So I like actually had the dress in hand, which I mean, if you've done this before, if you've done the whole wedding planning thing, you know, this is completely unheard of. Like this just doesn't happen. Right. So had the dress in hand and it needed like minor alterations. It had to come, um, come up a little bit on the bottom, but besides the point, anyway, had the dress And then actually signed the contract for the venue that like following Friday, I think. So like the whole, all like those major decisions had been decided like really quickly. And that's just kind of how I roll. Once I decide, I like go for it. So we ended up nailing down the date for the venue when they had the date that I wanted, it was Memorial Day weekend. I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect because then I can, then people have an extra travel day. And I thought that would be amazing because it wouldn't necessarily force people to take time off from work. And I figured more people would actually be able to make it. So when they had that date available, I was like, okay, we're doing it. We're booking it. And now I have to plan a wedding in six months. And I actually think that this was like an incredible thing that happened because I I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but I feel like, um, projects kind of expand into the space that you give them. So I really felt like planning a wedding in six months. was a really great container because it wasn't too short a time that I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like seriously stressed out. Like, I don't know how this is physically going to happen But it was enough time. It was just like the right amount of time is what I'm trying to say. I feel like, you know, there will always be another dress. There will always be another cake. There will always be another pair of shoes. Like you could literally like think and overthink decisions on this kind of stuff forever. And I made a really conscious choice not to do that during the planning process. So six months was great because it wasn't so much time that I was like, you know, overturning all the decisions that I had already made. Right. So anyway, that was like my six months of Planning, and I want to give myself a lot of credit because I think that as far as brides go, I was pretty chill. Right? I was joking. <laughs> oh, my corny jokes! I was joking that instead of Bridezilla, I was Bradchilla. I don't know. I'm just really proud of how I showed up because I didn't drive myself insane, and I don't think I drove anyone else too insane during the planning process either. So. I think that being a business owner actually made me a better bride in that I was more decisive decisions came more easily. I'm really used to this kind of project management and timelines and scheduling answer emails on a daily basis, like all of those skills that, you know, make it easier for you to run a business. I felt like really carried over into wedding planning as well and just kind of made everything a lot easier, but I will say that it was All of the mindset work that I've been doing, not like, I would say up to this point, but I'm still doing it, right? So mindset work is just like an ongoing process. So really doing the thought work, really watching the thoughts that are going through my head and making a conscious choice. Okay, is that true? Do I want to keep that thought? Is there a story I would rather believe instead? Is this in support of what I want? You know, really asking myself those questions and watching my thoughts like a hawk was just so incredibly helpful during this process. And I don't think that I would have enjoyed it as much as I did had I not been doing that thought work, right? And I think like I've been doing it big time in my business. I've been really, you know, watching my thoughts around sales calls. I've been watching my thoughts around, you know, fully showing up for my clients. I've been watching my thoughts around helping them get results, like all of those things that can potentially be you know, triggering or go the other way or decide on a story that, you know, makes it really hard for me to get visible or really hard for me to show up or really hard for me to show my support. Like whatever those stories were that I've been like working through, like basically day in and day out with my, my fear inventory and my affirmations and like, my journaling and all all of that work really paid off in the wedding process. So I want to point out that I think a lot of times we we kind of forget that this thought work, it belongs to everything, right? It integrates into everything. And I just want to point out that like doing that thought work in my business made it so much easier for me to carry those beliefs over into my life as well. And I think this is a really important point because So often when I start working with business owners, especially if they're really early on in their business, and like I raised my hand, I've been there too, we want to make everything about business, right? It's like, no, 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 like I can't enjoy anything in life right now until my business is doing well, right? (laughs) I can't get any of the results I want. I can't be happy. I can't like, I can't see the silver lining here. Until my business like takes off, until my business is doing really well, and one of the things that I really work with clients on is getting to that point before the business takes off, right? Because that's actually what creates more results in your business, because you can't really create a thriving business when you feel like absolutely terrible about yourself and your life and everything else going on, right? It just makes it, you just don't show up with the same energy. It makes it so much harder. It just doesn't happen, right? So when we can do the thought work in our life first, and a lot of times, well, all the time, I start with a morning routine, with my clients because of that very reason because creating those kind of beliefs, creating that kind of accountability in yourself, creating um the confidence you need to actually like show up for yourself, that transfers that belief over into your business as well. So that was just a really quick aside to let you guys know that like life and business are so integrated in this way, because we have the same brain for both, right? So, so often (laughs) we're carrying over the same mindset, the very same stories, um, that we have in life into our business and vice versa. So just a reminder to really look at those thoughts and decide if they are in support of what you want, decide if you want to have them, see if you can shift the story. Um, yeah, just really watch your thoughts anyway. So just because I've been doing this thought work on an ongoing basis does not mean that I'm completely exempt from the human experience. So I think that a lot of times in this industry, we just think that like, we like to put like coaches and mentors on a pedestal. And I, well, I totally agree that you should have a coach and a mentor that you look up to and that should support you and help you through your own transformation. And you should see results from that. I also think that there aren't necessarily enough of us sharing that we're only human too, right? Right. So I just want to kind of open the conversation up here around, you know, the ways that I kind of drove myself crazy during wedding planning because I see other business owners and I mean, I've even seen this in myself in the past, um, doing this very same thing in business. And I just kind of want to open this conversation up because I think once we, again, once we shift that belief in one area, it's so much easier to shift it in another. So this actually reminds me of a story that I heard a while back and I cannot for the life of me remember who posted it or who it was originally from. So if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, I know exactly who that is. Then go ahead and shoot me an email and just let me know. And I'm happy to add it into the show notes, but it was a story and it was talking about how I think, you know, we've all heard the expression that it's our own responsibility to fill our cup, right? So, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. We've heard that expression too. And it basically just means that it's our job to take care of us, right? But the the story that I had heard and the analogy that I really loved was talking about what spills out of your cup, you know, like if someone was to bump into you in a coffee shop, right? So... It kind of goes back to those like impulse reactions, right? So, I mean, are you, would your impulse reaction, if someone bumped into you and spilled like coffee out of your coffee cup, would your impulse be, oh no, that's fine. Don't worry. I'll grab some napkins. It's not a problem. Like I'm going right home to change afterwards. Oh, this isn't even, you know, a new top or, you know, whatever, whatever it is, would it be, would you handle that situation with grace Or would you like absolutely go completely in the other direction and kind of like flip out and be like, I can't believe this happened. I'm on my way to, you know, wherever you were going, this is a brand new top. It's super expensive, you know, whatever that kind of reaction would look like for you. And I think that I just love this analogy because it really illustrates how our brains go back to their default programming When we are in times of times that are uncomfortable, right, or challenging times or times of struggle, whatever that is, And I think it's just, it's super interesting because I think that it's just such a good reminder that like, this is the work, right? Like this is the mindset work. This is what, why it is so incredibly important to do this thought work, to take care of ourselves, to show up as our best self every day, to really start shifting that kind of like default programming, because I think it's one thing for things to be really good and for you to be like, yeah, like mindset, I love mindset. Um, and I mean, I find, again, I find myself doing all of this too, but it's a completely different thing. You know, when things aren't smooth sailing, when you do come up against a struggle, when you haven't been getting enough sleep, when you haven't been taking care of yourself. And I think that's when our brains kind of go back to that default programming. So I think one thing that I realized during this whole wedding planning process was just that like my default programming has reached a higher level, right? So I think like things that really, really used to get to me before, they just like, they weren't as big of a deal. But what I will say about that is that there were instances where I kind of drove myself crazy. So let's get into that a little bit. Wedding planning seemed to bring up <laughs> the kind of thoughts, feelings, and emotions of everyone around me, right? And I think it's super interesting because, you know, as a bride and as someone who's like, okay, I'm getting married, like, I'm I'll have a new identity. Like, what does that look like? What, like, I don't know. I feel like there are a lot of other um, thoughts, feelings, and emotions that come, come with getting married. So I expected that aspect of it. What I did not expect was the thoughts, feelings, and emotions of everyone around me. And what I found was that I was getting super caught up in things that were like downright outside of my control. And I think that this is one of those things that I had like really worked through in my business, right? When my coaching business was young, when I had just started, I worried so much about what other people were going to think, right? I worried so much about talking about, you know, My previous career in design. I worried about what people would think when I transitioned to coaching. I worried that people wouldn't think that coaching was a legit career. Like, and you could literally like spew anything under the sun here, and I probably had that thought. (laughs) I was just like so worried about what other people think. But I really, 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 really did the mindset work and the thought work to move through that thought and end up where I am now. But like I said, when you think about that default programming, like that's what we go back to when things, you know, when things are hard and that's what I found coming up in my wedding planning as well. So, I mean, like I said, it's easier to move those beliefs over between life and business once you've established it in one area, but these things do come up again. And that's why this mindset work is an ongoing process because it's so easy just to like slip back into old ways when things aren't necessarily going well. I've been mixing things up a little lately and I've been having so much fun. You see, last month I did a giveaway of my free master your money mindset coaching sessions, and they've been absolute game changers for everyone who want to call. I've been loving them so much that I decided to open them up to my podcast listeners as well. During this 30-minute coaching session, I'll help you identify and work through your biggest money mindset challenge so you can cultivate the mindset you need to make more of it now. I'm on an absolute effing mission to serve more of you and help you get out of your own way when it comes to the stories you're telling yourself around money. Breaking through those stories lights my soul on fire and helps both of us do the work we're meant to do in the world. Because how much money you have has very little to do with how many dollars are in your bank account and everything to do with how you're thinking about them. These calls are limited to a couple per week and have been going fast. So head over to amandadenley.com slash money mindset to grab a time that works for you. Goodness guys, (laughs) I'm trying to think of the stories that I can tell you without like telling someone else's story or stepping on any toes or getting people pissed off at me. But I think that, you know, I just, I mean, people found things to be annoyed about that I didn't even know were like things. It, you know, so-and-so wanted a wedding cake. Are you going to have a wedding cake? So-and-so likes this flavor. Did aunt so-and-so or family friends so-and-so get you a wedding gift? Because they really should have. What are you going to do if the weather isn't good that day? Are you going to move it inside? Um, you know, did you pick that date? Because Colorado's a little risky that time of year. How far are we going to have to walk? How many parking spots will there be? Like, literally everything under the sun that, like, people had questions about. People were questioning my decisions around. Like, there was so much that came up with just, like, other people, right? And I found myself just, like, getting really worried about expectations and questions and what people would think about all of those things that I just mentioned and I do want to say like none of this I mean I've totally been on the other side of the the like wedding planning process right I've totally been the guest who's been like um can we get a few more details here because I don't really know what's going on and I'd like to show up like at the right place dressed in the right thing like I totally get it and none of these are like outside like they're pretty normal questions with the exception of can my dog come to your wedding ceremony (laughs) which I did not expect but you know hey like I said pretty normal questions And it just like, like they're not, it's not bad that people asked, but what I found was that I just wasn't doing the inner work. I wasn't doing the thought work to manage my expectations around those things. I wasn't doing the thought work to be okay with whatever they thought based on what the answer was. so what I found was that I was just getting super worked up, right? I was just like so worried about (laughs) like, again, what people would think (laughs) is kind of a funny story here. So our DJ that we ended up going with, God bless him, had like a two hour sales pitch that we sat through and you know, he like really worked it right. Ended up being a great DJ, wonderful guy, but (laughs) it was, he I mean, he knew his stuff, but he also kind of instilled this fear on me that people were going to leave early, right? Because it's Colorado wedding, the altitude, you know, people will be drinking, you know, how, how many of your guests are over the age of blah, blah, blah. Okay. Like, you know, you can pay me this fixed amount until this time, but every time, every like hour after that, it'll be X rate which totally fine. Totally fine. But something about that delivery Just kind of like sent me into this spiral of, oh my god, what's gonna happen if people leave early, right? So, we had planned a streamer exit for that day. So, we had these party poppers, everyone was gonna line up, we were gonna run through them. Ended up being like super fun, got amazing pictures of it, wonderful. But he, for some reason, the way he had said it, just instilled the thought in my brain that, oh my God, everyone is going to leave the wedding before it's over and we're not going to be able to do the grand exit. And I was just like so worked up and so afraid of this. And couple that with like the weather, which is something else that was completely outside of my control. (laughs) There were just so many things, guys. So I want to bring it back to the fact that Everyone is always going to filter your stuff through their own thoughts, experiences, stuff, right? Everyone brings their own stuff to the table. Everyone has their own stuff going on, their own, you know, preferences, thoughts, bias, previous experience, advice, all of that, right? So it just makes it so much harder. Well, not so much harder. It makes it impossible for <laughs> for you to control anything but you, right? And thank God I had an amazing support system during this time who reminded me of that because I like literally don't know. <laughs> I don't like, it could have been like a scary downward spiral, right? <laughs> I don't know. I'm being dramatic. But it, I don't know where I would be without the reminder that everyone else's thoughts expectations, feelings, all of that are completely outside of my control. And the reason that I want to have this conversation and the reason that I'm bringing this up is because I see this happening so many times in business owners, especially when they're new in business. Um, But heck, like I said, like this, these thoughts still happen, right? Where people are afraid, like, oh my gosh, I'm afraid I'm going to be too salesy. If I share my offering more, I'm afraid that people are going to think that I'm only trying to sell them something. Okay. Like, first of all, let's take a look at that thought really quick because you're running a business. So what's so bad about people thinking that you're trying to sell something? Like, let's actually think about that for a second, because so often what we're actually afraid of happening there is like our very intention, right? So if you're running a business, of course, you have to sell something. Of course, you have to tell people what you're offering them. Of course, you have to tell people how you can help. Um, But so often we stop ourselves shy of that because we're afraid of what other people will think. And this is what I had worked through in my business. And this is what was showing up in my wedding planning. And this is what was making it so much harder for me emotionally when everyone had questions and everyone wanted to know what was going on. Uh, Because like at the end of the day, if someone doesn't like wedding cake or they don't like that flavor, that's not within my control, right? Like I can't change their feelings on carrot cake, right? But that would be like the same thing as someone like saying like I don't like the fact that you're a hairdresser if we want to apply this to like a service-based industry or I don't like the fact that you sell ribbon on Etsy like it whatever it is like it's just like it doesn't matter right because all that you can control is whether you believe in your service do you believe in what you're selling do you like your business do you believe that you're offering something that other people need are you showing up and serving those people because the rest of it is so far outside of our control And it's just not relevant, right? It reminds me of that quote where (laughs) I'm probably going to butcher this, but you could be the sweetest peach in the world and there's still going to be someone that doesn't like peaches. And it's just so true, right? So when we try to control everything, when we try to like micromanage everything that's outside of our control, when we try to... You know, people please or make sure that everyone is, you know, everyone is happy. Like, it just doesn't work, right? Like, the whole plan falls apart because it's so far outside of our control anyway. And, like, I mean, I could have gotten a different cake flavor. I could have, like, you know, tried to make more people happy. But at the end of the day, like, there's no guarantee that that would have happened, right? So, I think this goes back to business too, where, you know, you sure you could stop sharing your offer and like, you know, Susie, whatever would probably be really happy that you stopped doing that because she didn't like how often she saw your posts on Instagram. But you know, at the end of the day, that's totally up to her. It means she's not managing her own thoughts, feelings, and emotions about what it means for a business to market themselves, right? So I think that when we can take it back, when we can reel it in, when we can say like, okay, the only thing that I am truly ever in control of are my own thoughts, feelings, and emotions and everything else is going to reflect that back to me. Right. And I think this is super important. This is what I found too, was that, you know, the things that I was like most worried about or the things that I like couldn't stop thinking about, like, Oh, what are people going to think? Like, I don't know. Like, of course, those were the things that were reflected back to me. Right. Um, and I just think that like, you know, if we think of the rest of the world as a mirror, that really like, We are only ever in control of what we're doing and what we're putting out and the thoughts we're putting out there. And we just need to kind of trust that the rest of it is going to reflect that back to us. Not always the easiest to do, but I will say like in business, when, when you're getting on an Instagram live or a Facebook live or putting yourself out there in that way, If you're super confident and super excited and super like into what it is that you're selling and the service that you provide, it's almost impossible for people to sit there and like, be like, Oh, that's nice. Right? Like, I feel like that energy is like so contagious and those thoughts are so contagious that they just get reflected back, right? Like people get into it. People start commenting. Like it's just like such a better energy and it brings everyone else up, Rather than when you're like sitting back and you're like super shy and I'm not sure if this is going to work and my industry is oversaturated and I'm not even really sure if anyone wants to buy this. Like, of course, that's going to be reflected back to you because the energy level is just completely different, right? And I think that this is just one of those stories that I had in, you know, in my business. And it was just reflected back to me in the challenges of wedding planning as well in that, okay, like this is a story that's still showing up for me and that I still need to work through because ultimately the only thing that I can ever control is myself. And I think that that goes for all of us, right? So Super important that we're doing the mindset work, that we're doing the thought work, that we're doing the self-care to really take care of ourselves in these instances and to really just show up and handle our thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And I think that that brings everyone up as a whole. So just a little lesson from my whole crazy six months of wedding planning. Um, that I, I was reminded of once again. Um, so, if you love this episode, if you have been listening and you would love to support me, I would be so grateful if you would head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a rating and review. Just a reminder that I do a free vision board coaching intensive, I give those away each month. So, if you leave a rating and review, I will be reading your review on the podcast and I I will be giving those away so a little extra incentive there to get over there and write a review and you guys you know I love you if you have been listening to this podcast and you were like oh my gosh she is speaking my language I would absolutely love to hop on my free stress to success coaching call with you where we get to the root of the one mindset challenge that's going to make the biggest difference for you. So that you can shift it and you can start seeing more results because there is literally nothing that lights me up more than doing these calls. Okay, so that's a wrap. Oh, and I feel like I've been getting a ton of questions about whether I'm going on a honeymoon. I am. So, Brian and I are going to France and Italy. So that's happening in another two weeks. I'm sure I'm like absolutely positive. I'll be spamming you all over Instagram with photos so you can follow along there. Um, so if you're not following me, that's at Amanda Denley on Instagram, um, head over there and I will talk to you there. Okay, guys, I hope you're having an amazing week and I will talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to one simple shift. And remember, sometimes the only thing standing in the way of a more profitable business and a more fulfilling life is one simple shift. I don't know if this example is necessarily going anywhere. Maybe we remove this one, Addison.